0: All right, y'all, I got a confession. Okay, I think we're tied already. We can can go here. This is kind of funny to me about the personal development space. You know, when you start down getting personally developed, you start down that road, working on your mental health, you become more conscious of your habits and your routines. Y'all know what I'm talking about. You start downloading the apps, getting up early and realizing that the basis of accomplishing a lot of your external goals starts with your, y'all know I'm about to say it, your mindset, right? You you know this, okay? And then when you start down this road, you start hearing this advice almost immediately. You know what you should do? Meditate. Oh my God, to be honest, I'm going to confess to you guys, I don't want to meditate. You sit still and you try not to think. That is like ADHD's worst nightmare. Like, is there any way that we could make this more, I don't know, enjoyable? Welcome to another episode of Happy Brain. My name is Heather Parody, and thank you for joining us as we explore the fun side to mental health by digging into these simple hacks and fun tips to make your mental health journey more enjoyable and your brain a little happier. What's up, y'all? Welcome to today's episode of Happy Brain. My name is Heather Parody. I'm your host, and I'm probably going to be upsetting some people, and I don't mean to, but I'm just trying to keep it real with you guys, y'all. Listen, when you're starting off on your meditation journey, it can be kind of boring. Like, am I the only one noticing this? Am I the only one that thinks that doesn't sound like a good time? You know what I mean? Like, you want to party it up. You want to have some fun. You don't think like, hmm, I'm going to go meditate. You know what I'm talking about? Now, I know, I know, I'm not trying to downplay the power of meditation, because I know it's good. It's like broccoli when you're a kid. You know it's good, okay? You don't have to argue that point, but it's still freaking broccoli, okay? Now, I know a lot of you guys are killing the Zen game. Y'all are like, killing it. But I'm here for those of you who are like me, who knows the broccoli is important, knows that the meditation is important, but maybe struggle sitting still and figuring out how to build up that Zen life muscle. Y'all know that Zen Life muscle. They got essential oils. They be smelling good all the time. They're always calm. They got the yoga mat in their car. They're burning incense and all kinds of crazy stuff. And then they talk super deep and don't ever seem like they get frustrated. Y'all know those people. Bless them. So today we're going to be exploring a way to look at meditation in a different light. But before we get started. I would love to invite you to hit that subscribe button. As you can see, this is a little bit outside of the box way of looking at mental health and ways to make our brain happy. And I just want to have a complete blast with you guys exploring these topics and hopefully becoming more mentally healthy together. So make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you are listening to podcasts. And if you have an extra second, I'd love to hear your thoughts. Leave us an honest review. Okay, so listen, check it out. I did a bunch of research, literally googling, googling. I always feel weird saying that; it's like a Google bubblehead. Googling how to make meditation fun. I literally typed in "how do I make this fun?" And y- y'all, listen, it was not an easy task because there are so many reoccurring ideas and things that were interesting. Okay, They're, they were interesting, and they did help me a little bit. And I'm going to share a few with you right now. The first thing that I found was the kind of this reoccurring theme. Which I actually heard on a few podcasts. Tim Ferriss, you know, interviewed the guy who's over uh, Zen Habits, Leo Babuta. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. It's really good look it up. I, I heard this idea in, in that podcast recently, I was reading Glennon Doyle's uh, untamed book, Bob Goff's latest book, Dream Big. y'all can tell I'm personally developed y'all I am all about it you, yeah I'm already throwing up books recommendations at Tim Paris podcasts, But those resources kind of were, was talking about meditation, and they alluded to this thing, this idea that meditation doesn't have to be sitting down still with your legs crossed, completely emptying your brain and saying, hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't have to be that. They kind of talked about how you can be meditative, like enter into that state Uh, through what they call a flow state right so when you kind of get lost in in a and it's kind of weird it's not necessarily a mindless thing that you're doing but almost i know have you guys seen soul okay that movie is stinking awesome i don't remember children's movies being so freaking deep like i remember growing up on beauty and the beast and like there was some meaning to that but these kids nowadays these movies are like touching my soul and making me rethink my life, okay? Watch Soul. It's just fantastic. But there's this clip in it where they, they go into this state and they see these artists and these creatives entering into a flow state. And they almost, they were just so absorbed and taken into whatever they were doing that it's like they lost touch with reality. And again, it wasn't like this mindless thing that you do during Netflix. Y'all you know what I'm talking about? When you look up and like two hours have gone by, that's not the meditative state we're talking about. We're talking about that creative flow where time goes by so uh, fast because you're just so engrossed in whatever you're doing. And so this podcast episode, these books that I'm reading, they kind of referred to meditation as like almost a flow state. Like if you're a cook, right? And you're making this meal and you just get so into it and you're so involved in it. Or maybe you're you know, an artist and painting a picture and I like that idea that meditation doesn't necessarily have to be, you know, a certain way that you could be meditative uh, with with what you're doing. And, you know, they talked about how, you know, the key to that was self awareness and being really present in the moment and practicing mindfulness. Y'all know these terms people be using it in the personal development space. Here I am doing the same thing, but I kind of liked that idea. Another few things that I found. That I thought were interesting. Again, I was researching how to make meditation fun, and you know the Google bots were like, "Oh, <laughs> here's somebody who needs some help." When you're googling how to make meditation fun, it's obviously not a great day. But these are some really interesting things that I found. I found on tinybuddha.com, and all of these resources that I'm mentioning are linked in the show notes if you'd like to check it out. But this one made me laugh so much. I don't know why I got such a big kick out of this. But they actually recommended, okay, and Tiny Buddha was not the only one that recommended this. I I found this on a few websites. But it's this idea, get this, of a meditation nap. You know, sign me up for that. (laughs) Literally, they recommend it. Tiny Buddha told you that you can take a meditation nap. You are good, okay? So it is exactly what it sounds like. You lie down, right? and you meditate lying down, and they said it's okay if you go to sleep. I'm talking about like I meditate every night. Y'all know what I'm talking about? Praise the Lord. I just, God, I thought that was so funny because we're always trying to keep ourselves from falling asleep. I don't know about you, but I am. Um, When you're meditating and tiny Buddha's like, now go ahead, take a nap. Just go ahead and do it. You can call it a meditation nap. All right. So I just set some people free in the back today. Um, Here's another interesting thing that I found. um, And again, this was mentioned on a lot of different Websites, But I specifically wanted to shout out artofliving.org. Again, linked in the show notes. But they talked about, you know, trying different locations for your meditation, right? Um, they talked about having a garden, which side note, I don't have a garden. I need to get me a garden. I don't know where you get one of those. But going in your garden, I mean, you talk about Zen life is when you're like, oh, where's Heather? Oh, she's out in the garden meditating. She's having a meditative nap. That's my goals, hashtag life goals. But go into your garden. Uh, they talk about changing the setting in your room, not always, you know, going to the same place every single time. <laughs> and this was funny, too. I'm just, I don't know why I find this stuff so humorous. I just have all these weird scenarios in my head. But uh, Art of Living, when they were talking about trying a new location, they, always, they, they also mentioned that it's important that you continue your practice even during your family holidays, Faux show, faux show. That's especially when you need your meditation nap. Amen. Anybody in the back? But listen, okay, so these are some really interesting, fun little things. But to be completely honest with you, you know, I spent a lot of time looking meditation fun, how to make meditation fun. And for me, these were all super cool ideas, but they felt like tips that, you know, that spoonful of sugar thing. What was that? Mary Poppins. Shout out to the old school ways of watching tv it's not like soul it's not making you rethink your life it's just a good old show mary Stinkin poppins you know she has that sh- spoonful of sugar that helps the medicine go down these these tips and these tricks were great but it still felt like a spoonful of sugar that's making the meditation medicine go down but you know here's the hint the medicine's still there it's still not making meditation fun right not necessarily I, it just wasn't giving me the answers that i wanted so i was just about to give up i was like listen meditation is just not going to be fun you know what i mean you 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 got to have to go to a new location sit in your garden and take a nap okay like that's that's what it is but it's like your broccoli you just got to take it all right <sighs> but then y'all then i found the answers to all of our problems in life and you know where you need to go to find the answers to your problems. Nope, not your mama. Nope, not your grandma. Let's get down to it. YouTube, y'all know it's true. I swear anything you need to learn in life, just stop looking anywhere else. Don't go to academics. Just head your butt straight over to the YouTubes, okay? So just picture with me me going over to YouTube and actually putting in how can we make meditation fun. There was a freaking video that said that. It said can you make meditation fun question mark. I was like, "Thank you, Lord. Here is my answers. I'm not going to lie to you. I totally judged this YouTube video off the bat because it looked a little bit older and out of date and I'm like, "Oh, this doesn't really look like a fun YouTube." <laughs> I judged it. I did. But dude, it was freaking fire. It's linked up in the show notes. Check it out. But let me just give you the premise of it. There was this kid in it, okay? And this woman who looks super wise and this child, it seems like maybe they were in front of an audience or something. And this child goes up to this woman who seems super peaceful. And the child asked a simple question. How do you make meditation more fun? Now, listen, check it out. I immediately related to this kid. I was like, thank you. Thank you, eight-year-old. I have no idea how old he was. But then didn't realize that I was asking the same question a child was asking. But anyway, me and him were on the same Brain wave link, whatever you want to say. We were both bored. And I was like, Yeah, lady, please tell me, how do we make meditation more fun? So the child goes up to her, How do we make meditation fun? And she asked him, Well, what is fun to you? He said, Well, movies and Legos. I totally agreed with him. She said, Let's take, you know, movies for example. What is fun to you about movies? She said, you know, it's, it's probably that movies are suspenseful, that there's a storyline there that you don't know what's going to happen. You get really involved in this character and develop like a tight-knit bond with them and they go through all these struggles and issues and we walk through with that character to the very end when they overcome everything and it's all dandy again. Like movies move us through something, right? It's like we're exploring something new and she said sometimes, you know, when we watch a movie... Over and over again, it starts to lose that a little bit, right? Because we already know what's going to happen. Okay. She said, now imagine if meditation was like a movie, but it was one that was constantly changing and evolving and you don't know what's going to happen to the main character next. I think she even compared it to like a a roller coaster. Like it was just constantly going, which sounds like it would kind of make me sick. But the point is, is that meditation keeps growing it doesn't end. That suspense, that interest is always evolving. And just so she reframed it in a way where she said, Don't you think that meditation might even be more interesting? Might be more fun than even a movie? I can't remember what he said, but it just really struck me and I thought about that. Because I think it's not that meditation isn't fun. Maybe the issue is that the way we view meditation is boring. Because if meditation was Genuinely something that was a gateway to explore this, this world that you don't know much about, that's constantly changing, evolving, and exciting, and interesting, and almost like that roller coaster going up and down and through and exploring all these different aspects of yourself that you didn't understand. Well, then we would welcome meditation in, wouldn't we? So maybe the way we make meditation more fun is having more anticipation of what our life would be like, what we could find out about ourselves through meditation. Maybe it's like a, a ticket, right? That grants us admission into the coolest theme park that we've ever been to. So that little kid changed my life. Simply put, he made my brain a little bit happier by answering that question and giving me a new way to reframe my thoughts around meditation. But I will say that I still think I'm about this meditation nap game. Let's not knock it till we try. Amen. Anybody in the back? Listen, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Again, if you have not done so yet, make sure you hit that subscribe button. And before we go, I want to give a shout out to a freaking hilarious meditation parody type thing. Not parody like me, but parody like as in a joke. This comes from Grow with Saprete. I found this when I was on my uh research bench she made a really funny video about uh, meditation and affirmations and so forth. I'll link it up in the show notes if y'all just want to check it out. It'll it'll make you laugh. But until next time, my friends, let's make that brain a little happier. Thank you for listening to another episode of Happy Brain. If you enjoyed this, make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you have an extra second Leave us an honest review over on iTunes or your Apple podcasting app. And until next time, my friends, keep that brain of yours happy.